There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, everybody, on the alert. Here goes. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. So much dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Well, this is going to be juicy. Mariah Carey and boyfriend Brian Tanaka. They uh, dressed up for Halloween as a doctor and a sexy nurse. Ooh. I don't know if you saw their costume. Um, he, he was a shirtless doctor with Very a white sexy. coat. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I yes, didn't realize um, that they were together again. Yeah, they've been together for a while now. Okay. He's good a very good-looking guy. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, also, uh, some other celebrities who dressed up for Halloween. Who won Halloween? Heidi Klum again, because oh. she dressed up as Fiona. You can check that out on her Instagram. Oh, so good. Oh. I don't know if she won Halloween. No? No. Um, there. I can't think of his name. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He was on Arrow. Anyway, he's done that. I don't know. Fiona was good. But I think Justin Timberlake won yes. Halloween with Jessica Biel as the Lego people. So cute. And the, Maybe just I'm just over Heidi thing. Klum's Halloween thing. Maybe yeah. I'm just over that. I don't know. It's okay to be over it. It's yeah. Thank you. Who's Scrooge now, huh? huh? <laughs> Whatever, Holiday Cups. <laughs> holiday Cups. Okay, uh, although Katie Holmes was photographed in New Orleans wearing a sparkling diamond ring on her left hand, the actress is not engaged to boyfriend Jamie Foxx. That's what her rep told Page Six. So... The rep actually replied, because most of the time they don't. Um, she said, nope, she's just filming The Secret in New Orleans, and she's not engaged to anyone besides her fictional movie fiancé, played by Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> All right, It's on her pinky finger, too. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. All right, well, uh, she's not engaged to Jamie Foxx. And if she was, she wouldn't tell us anyway. Nope. She wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. Nope. Okay, on TV tonight, we have Thursday Night Football, uh, the 49ers and the Raiders. We have Watch What Happens Live with Tyler Perry and Whoopi Goldberg tonight. Oh, that's going to be good. I hope it's better than Andy's uh, Deborah Winger interview. Oh, I hope they off. bring it up in some way. I got to hear yeah. what Whoopi has to say about that. Uh, and then we also have Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder, and Supernatural. That's the latest dirt. You can find more at MyTalk1071.com. Thank you for the update, honey. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Report back to me in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk. Everything entertainment. Wake up and smell the coffee. That's right, Johnny. This one I'm going to do. I'm turning. I'm going to turn a... I pulled my happy list out of the fire. <laughs> and I'm gonna be, Can you I'm read gonna it be, still? Or? I'm going to be positive. Hey, there's soot. I mean, there's a little bit. 
There's soot on it. It's okay. there's, there's a little bit of friend, uh, you know, a little burn marks, Lex, but it's still there. I can still read my happy list. Perfect. Yeah. And you can make a new one every day. Every day. It's yep. a new day. That's right. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning, the eight o'clock hour, everybody. Thanks for being here. Uh, we have the dirt alert coming up, plus a half price deal. No, I was laughing. We all had these days. I think it's, I think it's one of the reasons uh, I don't want to dissect or why you guys love the station, but I think one of the reasons why uh, maybe you love our show is because it is the morning. We tell you everything. If we, if we're, you <laughs> yeah. know, if we're tired, if we're having a bad day, if we're having an off day, you guys know everything. You can sense it. And this has just been like a 27 hours. It's been, you know, it's been, just been one of those days. And you just snap sometimes. And <laughs> I've, I've, I had a not so great Halloween. And yesterday was kind of rough. And, and then last night it was just Colin and I were kind of, well, I was snippy. And I just, I threw in the towel. I literally just texted him. I just said, I, I went to bed early. Just like, okay, Miss Scarlett, tomorrow's a new day. Let's just give up on this. Mm-hmm. And then this morning I was like, okay, I'm going to try to make it a good, <laughs> I'm going to try to make it a good day. And in the six o'clock hour, I, and I'm going to do it again right here. I'm going to recommend it again because it's fascinating. But I recommended a, I recommended a podcast and poor Dawn uh, answered the phone. And this lovely, this very nice woman who loves our station and loves our show uh, was not happy with me because I recommended this podcast and I'm getting ready to recommend again. Um, And I just snapped. I just, I just had a day. So the, the finale of it is, I didn't tell you guys this. So right before second chance romance, I made a joke, something else happened or I don't know. And I said, Oh, I'm so glad I signed a five-year contract and our big kahuna boss, uh, emperor Dan Seaman was (laughs) was listening. And he's like, Oh, well, I'm glad you signed one at least. And right. Yes, I know. (laughs) But Emperor, there is just a great disturbance in the force, Emperor. I'm there sorry. There is a great yeah. disturbance yeah. in the force. Yes, there was. Just a bad day. Just And what's the whole irony of this whole thing, this bad day, is the fact that I made this happy list because I got down in the dumps about the world. You know, because we've had some sad news. Yes. Um, really horrible news in the last week. And I try to turn it around by keeping a list of things that are that's positive, that make me happy, big or small. And I called it the happy list. So I, I added some things yesterday. Then, then the Brady Bunch kids house of cards just kind of fell down a little bit. But anyway, I'm going to pick it back up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rebuild that happy house of cards, yes. which, by the way, the new season drops tomorrow. <gasps> or I think either either tomorrow or the next Friday. season. Yeah, either tomorrow or next Friday. I forgot. So, but I have a, I have a, a follow up on an ab fab uh, that I want to tell you about. Absolutely fabulous. This is the podcast that got me in trouble two hours ago, but that's all right. I don't care because it's really good. And that is, I was telling Alexis and Dawn, Dr. Death, uh, that podcast is so good and terrifying, absolutely terrifying. And if you haven't listened to it yet, you 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 need to. I told the ladies that, and my executive producer, I, I was driving to the studio yesterday morning, and I put my hands. There was a there was a narration, a couple lines that caused me to almost kind of gasp, 
And I just went, oh, my goodness. And if you don't know what it's about, it's a true story. You know, true crime podcasts and shows are really hot right now. Big time. Huge, huge, Lex. And this one follows a real-life case of this doctor in the Dallas area and a spinal surgeon right there. It's like, oh, oh, no, oh, no. That is accused of allegedly uh, botching on purpose surgeries for about 33 people. Some to death. And I'm on this episode and I'm just like, oh my goodness. And and the reason that it is so maddening and you get so wrapped up is obviously some of these victims no longer have a voice. And this podcast gives them a voice. Mm. And and also you are you are so angry at the fact that this monster fell through the cracks of the system. And that's the interesting thing, Lex and Dawn, and all of you listening, is and I don't want to give too much away because it's the 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 scary blooming onion that keeps unfolding, the layers that you just you you want to keep listening. There's about six or seven episodes. And you find out that this guy, like let me I'll just use not a hypothetical, but I'll be I'll have broad strokes here. He did a bot surgery on a woman a spinal surgery where he literally, it was awful. She dies and he still moves to another hospital. Mm. He moves to another hospital, Lex. So that's just, he just moved from different hospitals. Cause yes. I, since I haven't listened to it, I can't wait. It, so he, that's how he got away with doing this. And there wasn't any tracking of his history or no. Oh. So there's a date. Now I don't, I'm only on episode three and I don't have a, a deep base of knowledge on the medical world, but there's a data bank that keeps track of stuff like this, Lex, uh-huh. that he, that first isn't made public. And he, one of the hospitals, allegedly he did a botch procedure and they didn't report him mm. in this data bank. What is the fear there? Is it that the hospital... Will look they're, bad? Is that don't or know, is or it laziness? Fearful of lawsuits, but it's like, hello, mm-hmm. there are human lives at stake, you know? Hmm. And it is, it's again, we're talking Dr. Death, if you just tuned in. A lot of you recommended this to me. Uh, like, oh, we literally, as I'm speaking, we got a tweet. Dr. Death was amazing. I'm a nurse and I've also had surgery similar to what he was supposed to do. And I'm just ashamed at the failure of the system. Meg, yes, that is the thing that will have you like. (gasps) And 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 I think I hope that this like good journalism, like good journalism, you know, look, and that's under fire right now. And and I know media isn't the most popular with 50 percent of the electorate, but at its best. Good journalism can affect positive change. I mean, really? Yes, absolutely. The best of journalism is exposed. Look at Ronan Farrow uh, pulling up the couch cushions of perverts and sexual abusers in the entertainment industry. I mean, look at that. That's a modern pop culture example. Mm -hmm. Uh, Politicians that are taking advantage of the system. That's good journalism. That's the result of great... This podcast, my hope is, and the reason, another reason I love it is because I hope the attention it's getting, the popularity of it, will force administrators, because a girl, mm. like the, the reporter, 
nobody wants to talk to her. Like all the big wigs at some of these hospitals, they're like, um, no thanks. <laughs> I'm hoping that because of the attention it's getting and will probably continue to get, get, I hope some change will come. Some change to the chain of a, uh, the, the chain of the, of the reporting mm. within the hospital system of, okay, if a spinal surgeon is messing up two, three, even one patient, you know, patients, ha, ha, they shouldn't be able to, you know what I mean? Yeah, something's wrong here. We're something's in danger. Wrong. Yeah, well, the other thing, I haven't Molly, listened to either yet. Danger, <laughs> yeah, we in danger, Yeah, that uh, you mentioned earlier, and I think is also a good point in terms of, you know, kind of looking at the positive change that can happen from this podcast is that it also highlights people who have tried, right? And maybe now their voice can be heard. Maybe it's not the bigwigs, but it's fellow doctors, or was it a nurse? Who was it that came forward and It was, tried? A, thank you for, yeah, it was a nurse. We're talking Dr. Death podcast, if you just tuned in. It was a nurse, Lex, and the, I'm, I'm sorry, a doctor that I'm just, in the episode I'm listening to, I'm on episode, I believe, three, and he's calling one of the administrators, Lex, of the hospital that dude was just at, and the surgeon's like, hey, you know, are you the administrator? And he's like, huh, yeah, and the guy goes, we have to do something. The surgeon was like, because I, if memory serves me right, the surgeon that called with a concern was in the operating room. With this Dr. Dunch, that's his name. He was in the operating room. He was assisting. Uh, my nurse friend can give me the technical term, but he was, you know, he was the assistant in the room. And he was like, what is this guy doing? He can't do the basics of spinal surgery. So this oh. doctor, this hero, didn't wait for boards or review boards. He called the administrator of the last place this guy worked and was like, hello. Okay, what's up with this guy? What's up? And the the administrator was like, I don't really feel comfortable talking about this, which is, look, there are, look, there are HR issues and, you know, review boards should take a a, a while. Investigations should take a while because, look, in in other cases, this type of stuff can ruin doctors' careers, their lives. So, yes, investigations should take a while, but sometimes, then fine, Put a pause while the investigation's going on mm-hmm. for the public safety. Pull the man or woman in question out of the system for a while. Yeah. That didn't happen. It happens this in guy all kinds can, of other businesses, and we're talking yes. about people's lives here. Yeah. I mean, this, this is guy, good. This is the shakeout of me, too. I mean, the consequences have been great, and people are speaking out, which is wonderful. This needs to happen to change. Yeah. You, you both will love it. All of you listening will love it. Again, it's and they're Doctor. They're hour episodes, or um, there's six of them. Seven? Yeah, sweetie, they're about forty minutes or so. Okay, perfect. Yeah, they're really good. I, and I'm, I'm, I put my mouth, I put my hand over my mouth a couple times. Then I'm just like, oh my goodness, is this really happening? Mm. And the writer is so good. I mean, you feel whether you want to or not. You feel like you are in the operating room with this monster because that's what he is. He's a monster and he's a sociopath. And I'm not too far into it, obviously, but he knows what he's doing and he's doing this on purpose. It's gross. It's gross. Anyway, I know we have a half price deal, but this might also be a good time to talk about our pod pitch. Yes, go ahead, Lex. Maybe if you have a story in your life that you're like, oh, someone needs to tell the story. This would be a great idea for a podcast. 
We want to hear from you. And you can do that at mytalk1071.com. Just click on pod pitch and you just type in your information. You know, maybe, uh, well, it's the, yeah, you write the premise, you write down who you think your audience may be, how you envision it. And uh, you have until midnight on November 11th to submit your idea. There's a week of judging and then the winner will be announced on November 21st. And what's so cool about this is that the team here at my talk, they'll take your idea and help create your first episode. How cool. Be, what a great opportunity, guys, yes. sincerely. So uh, coming up on 817, Don McLean has a half price. Deal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's right, Don. What is it? This is great because you already go there. You love it. It's two $25 certificates for the price of one to El Burrito Mercado. Oh, Yes. You can use this at the El Cafe restaurant, the bakery, the deli, located on Cesar Chavez Street in St. Paul, and 4820 Chicago Avenue in Minneapolis. Um, Yeah, so there you go. There we go. Oh, this would be a great gift to give someone. You get a $25 gift card to yourself and give the other one away. Yeah. They won't know. That's a great idea. (laughs) They don't know. 817. We'll be back with Elizabeth Reese right after this. Is a my talk dirt alert. Very quick. <laughs> oh my goodness! I literally have a grape in my mouth. Okay. Um, well, I guess oh, welcome back, everybody. Out. That was the world's shortest commercial break. Yeah. I didn't pee. I didn't so eat sorry. a grape. Yeah. And we're back. Holy shnikes! Okay. Uh, <laughs> Can we put a lip balm commercial in there, Simon? Uh, Elizabeth Reese is here with the Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. I won't be offended if you munch on grapes yeah, during the I was going to say, I have the grape in my left cheek, so if you can talk so I can finish chewing, that would be great. Oh, you're mm. like a little grape chipmunk. Mm-hmm. Hope you guys had a wonderful, wonderful Halloween. We I sure did. I have been loving seeing all of the photos of everybody on social media and what all the kiddos dressed up as and all of that jazz. A mm. um, couple little notes about um, some celebrity Halloween. Um, Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck celebrated Halloween with their three kids. They are totally co-parenting. So they got together. They split three years ago. She's smiling at Ben. Ben was holding um, their little six-year-old. I still don't like that they're taking pictures of the six-year-old, though. I find that to be, I mean, you can take pictures of them. But just not the kids. That's my oh on the media angle side. Yeah, from the paparazzi. Yeah, I don't like that either. Paparazzi photos. Um, so they, uh, the kids were all dressed up and having fun and they were out and about, um, enjoying Halloween. So very cute. cute. Their, their, um, 12 year old was trick or treating too. And it was making me think about like, okay, what are the rules about how old can you be to trick or trick or treat? And I kind of think like trick or treat as long as you can, man. I mean, why are you so crabby about handing out candy? You're going to be particular about who you hand it out to. I mean, if you don't want people knocking on your door at nine, then just turn your light off. That's what yes. Alexis does. She puts Alex and Angel <laughs> act like they're preparing for a uh, hurricane in Miami. They put boards on their windows. And, uh, yeah. I think kids I'm should ready. be able, if kids want to hold on to that last shred of childhood, let them do it. Well, like, what do you want them out doing? Having sex and sex and doing drugs? Yeah. Oh, oh, I mean, wow. Yeah. It <laughs> they went from eating whatchamacallits to having nook. Wow, wow. Yeah, I think they're probably just home watching Netflix, but. <laughs> and chilling, Alexis, oh, right. the kids That's... today. Yeah. I just 
just feel like if your kids want to participate in like a sweet community based <gasps> innocent yes. activity, we should let them participate in that that's for right, as long as they want. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's my opinion. I'm yeah, trick and treat. It. Yeah, that's right. Yes. And then you get the candy and then you raid your kids' candy stashes. <gasps> Yes. Eat the Reese's. Uh-huh. What'd you mm-hmm. eat this morning? <laughs> we haven't eaten anything yet this morning, but we did have to save a sucker from last night that could not be completed before bedtime. Oh. And so it is currently wrapped in saran wrap. And the first thing my <laughs> child said was this morning when she woke up, I want that sucker. Oh, oh my gosh. That's how, um, that's how addictive sugar is, right? It's true. So good. Um, okay. Chloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson spent Halloween together with baby True. Aww. He shared two photos of himself, Chloe and True, on their Instagram stories. Um, little True was dressed as an adorable flamingo. She had already worn a unicorn, a panda, and a tiger costume. So in True Kardashian oh, wow. fashion. <laughs> Multiple <laughs> costume changes. Yeah. So many costumes. Oh. Those two are still together, right? Are they? They're still together. Okay. Despite the um, the cheating scandal, but apparently the next episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which is going to air, which uh, by my calculation should be this weekend, uh, that will show the cheating blow up in which Chloe finds out just two days before having Tristan Thompson's baby that he's been cheating on her with multiple women. And oh, it goes all no. over the place. So uh, this will be a big episode for them. But that mm. baby, holy Hannah, is she cute? Oh, my Darling. gosh. Yeah. I just can't even stand it. Yeah. Uh, Rod Stewart posed for a photo with his four sons. And um, what's so incredible about this is the age difference. Rod Stewart is 73 years old. This is not this is not a Halloween situation. He's 73. He's married to a 47-year-old woman named Penny Lancaster. She's a model. And he uh, did a little beach day this week with his sons, Alistair, Aiden, Sean, and Liam. And Alistair is 12 and Aiden is seven. And then um, his other kids are Kimberly, 39, Sean, 38, Renee is 26, Liam is 24. And then Ruby is 31. Oh my goodness! Oh, so from seven to 36. But he also has, um, has a daughter that he um, placed up for adoption as a teenager who's 55. Oh, wow. Those two reconnected later in life and um, have been like trying to have a relationship because he wasn't there when she was little, you know? Yeah. That's a hard, that's a hard thing. Yeah. But that isn't that crazy. So really he has biological children from the age of 55 down to seven. Wow. Oh, well, that must know. be a world record, isn't it? Like I don't know. Well, Mick no. Jagger, what's Mick Jagger? Um, oh, I'm sure there's a Duggar family out there that beats that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I forgot uh oh, he was an actor that passed away in the 80s and 90s and he had like 80 bazillion children mm. of various ages. Oh, um Oh, he was in that wine mm. movie. I can't think of it. it I, seems I'll think like of, a lot to keep track of. Yeah. Heather Locklear is a day away from being sued by a paramedic. Mm-hmm. Um, this paramedic is the one who claims that she was attacked and injured during a drunken episode that landed Heather Locklear in jail. Remember, we talked about this. This happened back in June. Cops showed up at Heather Locklear's house. They got a call from a family member saying that she was drunk and she was out of control. When they got there, Heather allegedly punched a cop who was trying to separate her from her family. And then um, EMTs tried to put her on a gurney. And Heather allegedly kicked the paramedic who's about to sue her. Anthony Quinn. Oh, 
I'm sorry. Oh, does he have a lot of kids? I just, sorry, I just had an episode. Uh, yeah, Anthony Quinn. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry, Elizabeth. You should just. say that. Like, anytime you're just sort of like over I'm the sorry. conversation, you should just yell Anthony Quinn <laughs> in any given situation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Colin could be telling you a story and you could be sort of bored by it and just yell Anthony Quinn. <laughs> I love it. I love I'm it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You don't have to be sorry. That's funny. Uh, so the paramedic is going to claim in her lawsuit that she suffered head and neck injuries. And it's so bad that she has to be confined to a desk job. Heather oh. was released and went to the ER for an apparent overdose. Then she went to rehab. Remember, um, she has been charged with interfering with a law enforcement officer in two counts of battery. So she is facing criminal charges. Mm. That case is pending. Yeah, that's what you get. That's There's not, consequences yeah, you for your actions. I know. Yeah, it's not good. It's it's really troubling. No. You can't behave like that. Speaking of the can't. consequences, uh, Teresa Judice is admitting that she's very angry at her husband, Joe. He's lost three years with his children. He is awaiting his March of 2019 prison release. You'll know these two from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. And he is scheduled to be deported to Italy. Mm -hmm. She um, is saying we're both pretty strong and we're both there for each other. My four daughters, they're the main priority. Um, But she said she's upset with him for this situation. He, um, you know, they Mm. both were convicted on fraud counts. She had to serve her prison sentence before him. Now, he's serving a 41-month prison sentence for mail, wire, and bankruptcy fraud. This all started in May of uh, 2016. And in October, an immigration court ruled that Joe, who came to America as a child but never obtained citizenship, will be deported to his home country. She said when they got married, she didn't know. But then she remembered she tried to make him fill out the paperwork to become a citizen. Um, but he just never did it. And then, I mean, really. And then now here you are. You oh. commit a crime and then the government says, peace yeah. out, buddy. Mm-hmm. You just feel so bad for those girls. And I That's hope they're not I feel doing a reality it. show on that. I know. No. Oh, they're all part of it. Well, okay. Elizabeth Reese, today at three. We'll be back after this. Hi, I'm Larry Hagman, better known as J.R. Ewing. Hi, I'm Linda Gray, also known as Sue Ellen Ewing. And you're listening to the world's biggest Dallas fans, Jason and Alexis. On my talk, 101.1. 107.0. Perfect. No, that's perfect. Leave it like that. That's perfect. It's funny. We'll, we'll bleed it out. That's perfect. 107.1. That's perfect. 107.1. What a pleasure. That is probably number three on my happy list of all time. Yeah. That day right there. That Welcome was a back happy to the sh- day. Yeah. Welcome back to the show, everybody. That's the great Larry Hagman and Linda Gray from TV's Dallas. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. Uh, 832. Actually, let's just wait for it. 833 is now the time, oh. right? Bloom, right there. Um, <laughs> Nailed it. Great job, Jace. I, I rolled that for a reason. Uh, I, I said about a half hour ago. I, I it's, it's, You know, people have bad days. I kind of snapped uh, earlier today. It's been grumpy for like the last 27 hours. And the irony of it is I started keeping a happy list, hashtag happy list, because the, the news of the world the last week and a half has been so sad and so tragic, and I don't need to tell you. Um, so I started making a list, literally my movie room, after watching a Johnny Carson documentary of just, I'm like, okay, Jace, focus on the happy, like big and small yeah. things, you know, big, big and small things. Yeah. 
So I like uh, my first list, my first draft was like buttered toast. And I'm not joking. Buttered toast was the first thing that popped in my mind mm. because I, well, first of all, I love carbs. Hashtag obviously. <laughs> yeah. But I just, but I, I, but buttered, I mean, think about it, ladies. Yeah. Hot toast, like thick Texas toast out of the broiler mm. or out of the toaster with just delicious butter. You know what I mean? Oh, yum. Well, I was inspired too. The first thing that came to my mind after hearing your list, Jace, was fried artichokes and pickles. Why do we go straight to food first? Fried Um, fried artichokes. Oh, oh, fried. I've never had fried artichokes. We usually just boil them in my house. Championship. I mean, any artichoke anyway Mm -hmm. is delish, but fried. Oh, Mm -hmm. Dip that in some butter. Mm -hmm. Mm. Don. Yes, sir. Is it? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Is it? Is it wrong of me <laughs> to judge to her roll food. my to judge her happy list? Yes, it is. I, I, I'm sorry. Oh, d- damn it! I she am can still hear me. here. Don, oh, I told you to turn man. my mic off. Oh boy. Ooh. <laughs> Man, <laughs> no, no. Hey, no. There's no judgment on that on the happy list, but <laughs> fried artichoke and pickles. Okay, sweet. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yum. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the the reason, other than just to bring the happy list back up because of me being grumpy for the last show and a half, is because that I rolled that open for a specific reason. I the day that I started the happy list. I reposted on my Instagram photo, my Instagram page, and I never mentioned this because we've mentioned the story probably three dozen times over the last 10 years of, of Jason and Alexis of the 2012 trip that Lex and I took to Dallas to meet the cast of Dallas and uh, including Larry Hag, the late, great Larry Hagman and Linda Gray. Mm-hmm. And I, if you go to my Instagram right now, um, it's a couple pictures back. I think it's like two or three pictures back, but oh. you will see, you will see, uh, yeah, three pick two, three pictures back. Um, you will see the night that Lex, it was our final, one of our final nights in Dallas and TNT threw a party for all of the press members, including the two of us. And we were at George W. Bush's neighbor's house. And that is not a joke, right, Lex? No, no joke. That is not a joke. Oh my God, what a the, beautiful home that was. Girl. Oh, the flower arrangement probably cost <gasps> the amount of my house. Yeah, the entire she's house. She's not kidding. With oh, my craft mean, supplies. Lex, do you mean the one in the vestibule? Like yes. in the, the oh, Remember yeah. how big that was? Girl, it, it it was bigger than, it was three Alexises. I mean, it was like we hid, there was a giant... What would you say, Lex? Like marble table, mm-hmm. and then on top of the marble table was this giant floral display. That's not even that's an that's an offensive. I not even a floral display. It was like a giant vase. Oh. Anyway, and yeah. we were standing there by the free champagne, and then that's when Larry Hagman walked in, mm-hmm. and then later in the night, <laughs> Lex is like, "Girl, we should get." I know you don't want to bother him, but you we have should to get go a, over there. We have to go over there and get a picture with Larry. So we did. So if you go to our inst- my Instagram, you will see, and I, it's the picture of me. And then if you flip it, you'll see the picture of Lex. We're standing there with Larry, and I want you guys forget forget us. Other than I mean, look at look at Larry, but look behind Larry. Look behind Larry and and and, and both of our pictures. There's a picture of George Washington behind us, and Lex. Do you remember how much he said that painting was worth? 
a gazillion bazillion. Oh, yeah. Whatever that photo is, that painting. and yeah, I, it was a lot. There were definitely was, at least six zeros. Yes. And there was something, that was so many years ago, but there was something Larry told us. Mm. He goes, because as we were standing there, he's like, no, let me, let me show you this. And he, because he knew these people, the, 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 the mansion owners. And there was something very special. I don't know if it was in a, like a 300 year, I don't know how old that painting was. But it was original. Lexus, it was gorgeous. He's like, don't lean back too far. Yeah. <laughs> this is worth a blank amount of money. Don't like, touch Whoa. it. Mm. Oh, yeah. So we don't know how or why or what the circumstances, but it was some very expensive paintings yes. in that picture. So anyway, I posted that. That because was really th- fun to see, Jace. What a great little touch back in time. And you're right. That was a very happy moment. We had a good time. And you were so cute that day, too. Because there's Larry Hagman with those big, gigantic eyebrows. You know, you just want to take a ride. You just do. Uh, whoa. And on the, no, like a, no, like a flying ride. ride. Okay. <laughs> Mustache ride? That okay. did sound naughty. I meant to just, like, you know, fly through the air, like airplane wings. But he, there, you know, we're looking at him across this gigantic floral marble table, floral display, and it's just, oh, you could just, you just from a distance, you were, I'm like, let's go over there, Jace. And you were just being so sweet about it, because, yeah, this is a big deal. A big moment. Big moment. You used to watch with your mom and your grandma. You, you ate your fish sticks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just very good. Oh, yeah, my God. long John Silvers. Yeah, your my long, long John, John Silvers. Silvers. And to, oh, to have him there in it. person, it just it was a magical moment. And I was so excited to be just a part of that. Well, I tell this, you know, we do a QA. We do a QA with the studio audience of the talk show every day. It's my favorite, one of my favorite moments of the day. And I have told the story behind your back probably a dozen times. My my favorite aspect or my fav- one of my favorite memories of that whole trip, other than meeting Larry and Linda, is uh, the night, the night of the premiere, which my talkers, we, we they flew us there. And then that night they showed the first two episodes at the brand new, beautiful Dallas Opera House. And Lex wasn't this, this place was stunning, stunning. And then afterwards, there was a no-holds-bar. Lex and I kept thinking, girl, they spent some money on this reception. Because it was, uh, like, wasn't it, Lex? It was oh. It was bigger than movie premieres I've been to. Yeah, and they were big appetizers, too. <laughs> yeah, we I know we were freaking out about the scrimps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we went out, and this isn't going to sound so goofy to y'all, but I compliment Alexis vis-a-vis the story all of the time. There was an outer pat patio is a wrong word, kind of an outer, outer cocktail area at the Dallas Opera House. And the Dallas Opera House overlooks a pretty good chunk, a nice chunk of the Dallas skyline. And we got done with the premiere and it was a beautiful Texas night. The music's playing. The stars are all around and we're we're getting some champagne and we're standing and we kind of walked away from everyone a little bit away from the the hustle and bustle and i'm and i'm looking i'm looking at the skyline and this is going to sound really weird but i had never been to dallas before that day and i had watched that show with my with my grandmother and it meant the absolute world to me and i really can't even put into words what that show meant and means to me i really can't for a variety of reasons. 
And I'm and I've seen that skyline on that show at that point for basically 30 years. For most of my life, I rewound, I've seen every episode probably a hundred times, and I've looked at that skyline on television. And to be standing, and I said this to Lex, and this was not a memory that you would even remember, but I remember standing at night looking at that skyline for the first time with my own eyes, and I started to kind of tear up a little bit. And at that moment, I remember thinking, I was so glad that you were with me because I knew that you would have no judgment whatsoever and that you wouldn't laugh at me about how goofy this was. And I was so grateful that you were the one that was there with me that night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That was that was fun. And it was just a it, good trip. It really was. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good yeah, trip. Yeah, definitely on the happy list, Jace. On the happy For list. For sure. Eight, 842 coming up at 843. We're going to take a break, and uh, Batman will be right back. 848. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Am I talking to 7-1? Everything entertainment. Everything Jaws. Ooh, Just when you thought scary. it was safe yeah, wow. to go in the water. Yeah. Perfect script. Mm. Studied Perfect. it in screenwriting class. Oh, look at, oh really? Did you, oh. you, you study that one? I did, and I didn't want to, but... <laughs> After I realized uh, how much effort they put into making it a perfect script. What do you mean by that? I'm fascinated. What do you mean by that? Uh, Because uh, there are certain places when people are reading scripts where they're looking for things to happen at certain times, a turning point in the script. And also they they actually modeled it by um, framing the shots certain ways. Like there's a point in every script that's the point of no return and it should be at a certain page even. And so I forget what the page mm. number is, but then they also framed it. So when the kid goes in the water and he is, uh, you know, that first kid, Timmy or whatever. Yeah. Is, at the 4th of July celebration, 4th of July celebration, there's a shot where they're looking through some rocks and it's framed perfectly. And that is the point of the script where there is no return and you can't go back. Oh, mm. that is so interesting. Yeah. It's known as a perfect script. Oh, well, it is a it's a perfect movie. Richard Dreyfus came out a couple weeks ago and said that he thinks he goes, he doesn't like the altering of movies dot dot dot. However, he thinks they should actually go back and digitally enhance the shark so that it's more appreciated and respected by modern young audiences. Oh, yeah. And at first I thought, no, no. But you know what? He actually has a point. Because as perfect as that movie is, you know, Alexis said it in terms of um, when you were reviewing the final episode of The Haunting of Hill House, you referenced, quote, one thing that took you out of the story. Mm-hmm. I think Richard Dreyfus makes a really good point. I, I, I don't like the tinkering with movies either. I don't love the idea. But he's right. Youngins will watch the movie. Oh, this is good. The tension, the da 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 da. But you get to the robotic shark with a hinged jaw, and then it, and then people start laughing, and it, it ruins an otherwise perfect movie. So yeah, that's true. Huh, yeah, I I know. I, I you know what? When he in that interview, I thought, huh, Richard Dreyfus may have something here. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I thought I'm like, you know what? That might not be a bad idea for Spielberg. Just and there's not. A, I mean, let's think about it. On purpose. The scary part is that it's mysterious. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, on purpose, and because the darn thing didn't work. Uh, the scariest parts are when you don't see the shark. The the music is the shark, Oof. 
and it, you you're left to your own imagination. So the shark actually isn't in it a lot. Mm-mm. So there is there won't be a lot of shots to replace. I don't know. I thought it was an intriguing idea at the at the very least. Mm-hmm. Uh, got mail. Ooh. This email cracked me up. Uh, we did another episode of burying uh, burying Lex yesterday. It's a hit new reality show on TLC. <laughs> About Lex's little brother spreading Alexis's ashes uh, in the like 100 places that she has dictated that meant something to her across the universe. Uh, So listen to this. Jenny writes to us. Hi, guys. I'm so I'm so excited to be able to listen to you in the mornings again as my work shift changed from nights and now I can listen to you live. I met you guys at Project Down and Dirty. uh, I'll skip all that. Well, today on my way to work, I heard the promos for the new TLC show Bearing Lex. I was laughing so hard that I almost uh, I was almost crying. But the best part was, as I was listening to it, I drove by one of those electronic billboards. And while you were playing the promo for Bearing Alex, an ad for the Cremation Society of Minnesota <laughs> perfectly timed up with your mm. promo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, I wish we could say we planned that. We did not. But, uh, but, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those have, you, have been fun. Have you told Jake uh, of his lot in life? Have you told him what he's going <laughs> to yeah, have to do? So you know, Jake, you're ready to go today. Yeah. Oh, You're, yeah. Hopefully ready, not for Jake. a long time. But yeah, no, I know. Jake, He's waiting for me to die. Yeah, but Jake, you have a long list. A yes, very, you do. very long list of places. Yeah, I talked to him yesterday. Have. His birthday is actually today. So they will okay. catch up. I said, by the way, uh, there's a plan for you after I'm gone. <laughs> well, let's do. Let's do this because you know what's funny, Lex? This is a wild week of birthdays, and we don't do individual birthdays things anymore unless mm-hmm. it's like a family member like just Jake. But listen to this. So it was our good friend Amelia Santanello Vasilero Santanello Vasilero's birthday this week. Yes. Today is Jake's birthday, mm-hmm. and today is also my buddy Jen's birthday today so let's do a joint uh for all of you celebrating a birthday we don't do this every day uh but since it seems to be a very popular birthday day Mm -hmm. here's michael bolton everybody Michael Bolton. Happy oh, birthday, everybody. Yes. Happy birthday. Uh, Steve and Donna here? Mm-hmm. You betcha. Yeah. Kissing cousin. Hey, hey. Whoa. Oh, Pat Robertson. They're, they're not kissing cousins. Oh. They're not... They're not. They're not kissing cousins. What is it about gays? Uh, Pat, stop it! Stop Males have a tendency to uh, uh, wander a little bit. What? I know, Pat. I know, yeah. <laughs> Donna and Steve are here, everybody. Hello, Donna. Hello, Steve. Greetings. Hello, everybody. Hello. Come in peace. How was okay. your Halloween? It was Wonderful. horrible. How was yours? <laughs> Pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, no, it Just was being great. Honest. It was good. No, it was Oh, fun. really? Okay. Yes, Mine I wasn't. love seeing the little kids had... and the neighbors walking around with bottles of booze and cans of... Yeah, there were a lot of cans in my yeah. uh, neighborhood. A lot of people who had mugs filled up, which I thought was kind of oh, yeah. cool. Oh. It's it's like our neighborhood turns into uh, you know that scene from E.T.? 
It feels oh, like that. There's yeah. just like, yes. people everywhere, and it feel. Oh. I feel like it's our That's little cute. neighborhood on Halloween night has been just sucked right out of the middle of the '80s, and it's just so it's it's oh, good. That's it's good cool. Time. We're jealous. Treats for everyone. Treats for everybody. Well, today we've got to start the show by finding out how Steve has been harassing his neighbors and ev- having everybody light the tree in their yard on the same day. I'm trying to turn it into a winter wonderland. Oh. I I did a tester last year, <laughs> and last night with the help of some uh, another power woman in the neighborhood. I went door to door handing out flyers. I'll tell you how folks reacted to that. <laughs> oh and I was still gosh. in costume. Oh. Oh. It, was, it was weird. It was weird. Wow. Yeah. Well, that is today, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to do it for us. That's going to do it for us. If you're a kid being bullied, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you unless you're a terrible person. We love you and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.